psalm thirty five discourse one of exposition on the book of psalms this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org exposition on the book of psalms by st augustine of hippo translated by philip schaff psalm thirty five discourse one delivered upon the occasion of some council on the first part of the psalm how that this psalm by command of my brethren and fellow-bishops hath been laid on me to be handled be your charity aware they have willed that we all hear somewhat therefrom for from him do we all hear from whom we learn together and in whose school we are fellow-disciples the title of it causeth us no delay for it is both brief and to be understood not difficult especially to those nursed in the church of god for so it is to david himself the psalm then is to david himself now david is interpreted strong in hand or desirable the psalm then is to the strong in hand and desirable to him who for us hath overcome death who unto us hath promised life for in this is he strong in hand that he hath overcome death for us in this is he desirable that he hath promised unto us life eternal for what stronger than that hand which touched the bier and he that was dead rose up what stronger than that hand which overcame the world not armed with steel but pierced with wood or what more desirable than he whom not having seen the martyrs wished even to die that they might be worthy to come unto him therefore is the psalm unto him to him let our heart to him our tongue sing worthily if yet himself shall deign to give somewhat to sing none to him singeth worthily but who hath from him received what to sing nay this which now we sing was spoken by his spirit through his prophet and in those words wherein we acknowledge both ourselves and him neither do we wrong because we say both ourselves and him since when he was in heaven he so cried why persecutest thou me when him none touched and we on earth were in trouble his voice then let us hear now of the body now of the head for this is a psalm calling on god against enemies amid the tribulations of this world and surely he is the same christ then the head being in tribulation now the body being in tribulation yet through tribulations to all his members giving life eternal which by promising became he desirable verse one judge thou o lord saith he them that hurt me and fight thou against them that fight against me if god be for us who can be against us and whereby doth god this for us verse two take hold saith he of arms and shield and rise up to my help a great spectacle is it to see god armed for thee and what is his shield what are his arms 
lord in another place saith the man who here also speaketh as with the shield of thy good will hast thou compassed us but his arms wherewith he may not only us defend but also strike his enemies if we have well profited shall we ourselves be for as we from him have this that we be armed so is he armed from us but he is armed from those whom he hath made we are armed with those things which we have received from him who made us these our arms the apostle in certain place calleth the shield of faith the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god he hath armed us with such arms as ye have heard arms admirable and unconquered insuperable and shining spiritual truly and invisible because we have to fight also against invisible enemies if thou seest thine enemy let thine arms be seen we are armed with faith in those things which we see not and we overthrow enemies whom we see not nevertheless dearly beloved think not that these arms are so that what is a shield is always a shield or what is a helmet is always a helmet or what is a breastplate always a breastplate for in these arms corporal it is so although even those which are made of steel may be changed so that out of a sword may be made an axe but the same apostle we find to have said in one place the breastplate of faith and in another to have said the shield of faith therefore the same faith can be both a breastplate and a shield a shield it is because it receives and repels the darts of the enemies a breastplate because it suffers not thy inward parts to be pierced through these are our arms but what are god's we read in a certain place deliver my soul from the ungodly thy weapon from the enemies of thy hand what first he said from the ungodly that in the following verse is from the enemies of thy hand and what above he called my soul that in the following verse he called thy weapon that is thy sword his soul then he called the weapon of god deliver saith he my soul from the ungodly that is deliver thy weapon from the enemies of thy hand for thou takest hold of my soul and warrest upon my enemies and what is our soul however splendid however far-reaching however sharpened however anointed however with the light and gleam of wisdom glistening what is our soul or what can it do unless god hold it and fight with it for the best made weapon unless it have a warrior is useless but i have said of our own arms that nothing ought to be taken as so fixed that what is one thing the same cannot be another so also we find in god's arms lo here he called the soul of the righteous the weapon of god again he saith that the soul of the righteous is the seat of god the soul of the righteous is the seat of wisdom therefore whatever he will he maketh of our soul 
since it is in his hand let him use it as he will let him then rise up for so is he called on let him take hold of his arms let him rise up for our help whence he should rise up is said unto him also in another place in these very words rise up why sleepest thou o lord and when he is said to sleep we sleep and when he is said to rise up we are awakened for the lord also slept in the ship and therefore was the ship tossed because jesus slept for if jesus had watched therein the ship had not been tossed thy ship is thy heart jesus in the ship faith in the heart if thou rememberest thy faith thy heart is not tossed if thou forgettest thy faith christ sleepeth beware of shipwreck nevertheless do what remaineth that if he sleep he may be awakened say unto him lord rise up we perish that he may rebuke the winds and there be a calm in thy heart for all temptations will retire or surely will prevail nothing when christ that is thy faith shall watch in thy heart what then is rise up make thyself known apparent felt rise up therefore for my help verse three pour forth the weapon and stop the way against them that persecute me who are they that persecute thee haply thy neighbour or he whom thou hast offended or to whom thou hast done wrong or who would take away what is thine or against whom thou preachest the truth or whose sin thou rebukest or whom living ill by thy well-living thou offendest there are indeed even these enemies to us and they persecute us but other enemies we are taught to know those against whom we fight invisibly of whom the apostle warneth us saying we wrestle not against flesh and blood that is against men not against those whom ye see but against those whom ye see not against principalities against powers against the rulers of the world of this darkness now when he said the rulers of the world as he spake of the devil and his angels there was need to take care lest men should misunderstand and think that the world is ruled by the devil and his demons but because the world is said of this fabric which we see and the world is said of sinners and of those who love the world of whom it was said the world knew him not and of whom also the whole world lieth in wickedness therefore the apostle explained of what world they were rulers he said of this darkness the rulers of this world i say are the rulers of this darkness again he maketh us to understand what he said of this darkness of what darkness are the devil and his angels rulers of all the unbelievers of all the wicked of whom it is said the light shineth in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not lastly out of the number of the same as many believe what saith the same apostle 
ye were sometimes darkness but now are ye light in the lord wouldst thou not be ruled by the devil come to the light and how shalt thou come to the light unless he pour forth the weapon and deliver thee from thy enemies and from them that persecute thee how poureth he forth the weapon for we have already heard what his weapon is even the soul of the righteous let the righteous abound so is the weapon poured forth and the way is stopped against the enemies for from the very pouring forth of the weapon the apostle warning us to live righteously in the sequel saith that he that is of the contrary part may have no evil thing to say of you the way is stopped against him because what to say against the saints he cannot find and whence shall these be righteous or what say the enemies who persecute us those invisible enemies what say they say they nothing most of all is it suggested to the human heart by the enemies who invisibly fight against it that god is not our helper that so seeking other helps we may be found weak and be taken by those same enemies this then is suggested against those voices ought we most of all to watch which are shown in another psalm many are they that rise up against me many there be which say of my soul there is no help for him in his god against these voices what is here said say unto my soul i am thy salvation when thou hast said unto my soul i am thy salvation then will it live righteously so that i seek no helper besides thee and what follows verse four let them be confounded and put to shame that seek after my soul for to this end they seek after it to destroy it for i would that they would seek it for good for in another psalm he blameth this in men that there was none who would seek after his soul refuge failed me there was none that would seek after my soul who is this that saith there was none that would seek after my soul is it haply he of whom so long before it was predicted they pierced my hands and my feet they numbered all my bones they stared and looked upon me they have parted my garments among them and cast lots for my vesture now all these things were done before their eyes and there was none who would seek after his soul let us then call upon him brethren that he may say unto our soul i am thy salvation and may open its ears that it may hear him saying i am thy salvation for he saith it but some are deaf wherefore they hear rather those enemies that persecute them being in tribulation if aught is wanting if the soul is in trouble in need of temporal goods it seeks aid for the most part from devils it chooses to consult the possessed of devils it seeks the diviners its persecutors the invisible enemies have approached it have entered into it have fought against it have taken it captive have conquered it by saying 
there is no salvation for him and his god he was deaf to the voice saying i am thy salvation say unto my soul i am thy salvation that they may be confounded and put to shame that seek after my soul to which thou sayest i am thy salvation let me hear him saying unto me i am thy salvation other salvation will i not seek after except the lord my god by some creature is salvation suggested to me it is from him and if i lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help yet cometh not my help from the hills but from the lord which made heaven and earth in very temporal troubles god helpeth through man he himself is thy salvation through his angel god helpeth he himself is thy salvation all things to him are subject and for this temporal life he indeed helpeth one from this side another from that eternal life he giveth not but from himself behold when thou art in trouble that is not before thee which thou seekest but he is near thee whom thou seekest and seek thou him who never can be wanting let those things be withdrawn which he gave is he therefore withdrawn who gave let those things be restored which he gave is that true riches when these things are restored and not he who withdrew them to prove thee and restored them to console thee for he consoleth us when these things are not wanting to us he consoleth us in the way but only if we understand the way for the whole of this life and all things which thou usest in this life ought to be to thee as an inn to a traveller not as a house to dwell in remember though thou hast performed somewhat that somewhat remaineth that thou hast stayed for refection not for defection there are who say god the good the great the most high the invisible the eternal the incorruptible will indeed give unto us eternal life and that incorruption which he hath promised in the resurrection but these worldly and temporal things belong to devils and to those rulers of the darkness of this world by thus saying when they are entangled in the love of these things they abandon god as though these things belonged not unto him and seek by wicked sacrifices by i know not what remedies and by i know not what unlawful persuasion of men to provide for themselves that which is temporal as money wife and children and whatever either comforts human life passing by or hinders it going its way divine providence watching against this opinion that god might show all these things to belong to him and to be in his power not only things eternal which he promiseth hereafter but also things temporal which on earth he giveth to whom he will and when he will in good time knowing to whom he should give to whom not give as a physician his medicines knowing better the sick man's disease than the sick man himself god then that he might show this 
divided the times of the old and new testament in the old testament are promises of things earthly but in the new of a kingdom the kingdom of heaven most of the commandments both of worshipping god and of living well are the same both in this and in that but because the promise here seems of one kind there of another the command of him that ordereth and the obedience of him that serveth is the same but the wages as it were are not the same for unto them it was said ye shall receive the land of promise in it ye shall reign your enemies ye shall conquer ye shall not be subdued by them all things shall abound to you in this land in it ye shall beget children these earthly things were promised but yet in a figure suppose that some so received them as they were promised and truly many so received them for the land was given to the children of israel riches were given children were given even to their barren and old women who prayed unto god and in him alone presumed and other helpers sought not even for those things they heard the voice of god in their heart i am thy salvation if for things eternal why not for things temporal this did god show in the case of that holy man job because even the devil himself had no power to take away these things except when he had received it from that most high power he would envy the holy man could he also hurt him he could accuse him could he also condemn him could he take aught from him could he hurt even a nail could he a single hair until he had said unto god put forth thine hand what is put forth thine hand give me the power he received it he tempted him he was tempted yet the tempted conquered the tempter was conquered for god who had permitted the devil to take those things had not deserted his servant within and to overcome the devil himself of the soul of his servant had made to himself a weapon whereunto tended this i speak concerning man conquered was he in paradise a conqueror on the dunghill there was he conquered by the devil through the woman here he conquered the devil and the woman thou speakest saith he as one of the foolish women speaketh what shall we receive good at the hand of god and shall we not receive evil how well had he heard i am thy salvation let them be confounded and put to shame that seek after my soul look to men pray saith he for your enemies but here it is a prophecy and those things which are said under the figure of wishing are to be explained in the sense of prophesying let this be done or that be done is nothing more than this or that will be done so then understand the prophecy let them be confounded and put to shame that seek after my life what is let them be confounded and put to shame they shall be confounded and put to shame 
for even so was it done many have been confounded to their health many put to shame have passed over from the persecution of christ to the society of his members with devoted piety and this would not have been had they not been confounded and put to shame therefore he wished well to them but because there are two kinds of those who are conquered for in two ways are they conquered either to this end they are conquered that they may be converted unto christ or to this that they be condemned by christ here also are explained the same two kinds obscurely indeed but wanting only an understanding hearer of those who are converted hear what is said let them be confounded and put to shame that seek after my soul let them be turned back let them not go before but follow let them not give counsel but take it for peter would go before the lord when the lord spake of his future passion he would to him as it were give counsel for his health the sick man to the saviour give counsel for his health and what said he to the lord affirming that his future passion be it far from thee lord be gracious to thyself this shall not be to thee he would go before that the lord might follow and what said he get thee behind me satan by going before thou art satan by following thou wilt be a disciple the same then is said to these also let them be turned back and brought to confusion that think evil against me for when they have begun to follow after now will they not think evil against me but desire my good what of others for all are not so conquered as to be converted and believe many continue in obstinacy many preserve in heart the spirit of going before and if they exert it not yet they labour with it and finding opportunity bring it forth of such what followeth verse five let them be as dust before the wind not so are the ungodly not so but as the dust which the wind driveth away from the face of the earth the wind is temptation the dust are the ungodly when temptation cometh the dust is raised it neither standeth nor resisteth let them be as dust before the wind and let the angel of the lord trouble them verse six let their way be darkness and slipping a horrible way darkness alone who feareth not a slippery way alone who avoids not in a dark and slippery way how shalt thou go where set foot these two ills are the great punishments of men darkness ignorance a slippery way luxury let their way be darkness and slipping and let the angel of the lord persecute them that they be not able to stand for any one in a dark and slippery way when he seeth that if he moves his foot he will fall and there is no light before his feet haply resolveth to wait until light come but here is the angel of the lord persecuting them 
these things he predicteth would come upon them not as though he wished them to happen although the prophet and the spirit of god so speaketh these things even as god doth the same with sure judgment with a judgment good righteous holy tranquil not moved with wrath not with bitter jealousy not with desire of wreaking enmities but of punishing wickedness with righteousness nevertheless it is a prophecy but wherefore these so great evils by what desert here by what desert verse seven for without cause have they hid for me the corruption of their trap for him that is our head observe the jews did this they hid the corruption of their trap for whom hid they their trap for him who saw the hearts of those that hid but yet was he among them like one ignorant as though he were deceived whereas they were in that deceived that they thought him to be deceived for therefore was he as though deceived living among them because we among such as they were so to live as to be without doubt deceived he saw his betrayer and chose him the more to a necessary work by his evil he wrought a great good and yet among the twelve was he chosen lest even the small number of twelve should be without one evil this was an example of patience to us because it was necessary that we should live among the evil it was necessary that we should endure the evil either knowing them or knowing them not an example of patience he gave thee lest thou shouldest fail when thou hast begun to live among the evil and because that school of christ in the twelve failed not how much more ought we to be firm when in the great church is fulfilled what was predicted of the mixture of the evil for neither did the same school see rendered to the seed of abraham what had been promised and that very threshing-floor whence the grain that shall fill the garner must proceed wherefore then when the threshing is is not the chaff justly endured therein until it be purged by the last winnowing for this will surely come upon the evil which ye have heard but what yet is to be done without a cause have they hid for me the corruption of their trap what meaneth without a cause i have done them no evil i have hurt them not at all vainly have they reviled my soul what is vainly speaking falsely proving nothing verse eight let a trap come upon them which they know not of a magnificent retribution nothing more just they have hidden a trap that i might know not let a trap come upon them which they know not of for i know of their trap but what trap is coming upon them that which they know not of let us hear lest haply he speak of that let a trap come upon them which they know not of perhaps that is one which they hid for him that another which shall come upon themselves not so but what 
the wicked shall be holden with the cords of his own sins thereby are they deceived whereby they would deceive thence shall come mischief to them whence they endeavoured mischief for it follows and let the net which they have hidden catch themselves as if any one should prepare a cup of poison for another and forgetting should drink it up himself or as if one should dig a pit that his enemy might fall thereinto in the darkness and himself forgetting what he had dug should first walk that way and fall into it verily brethren thus believe thus be assured thus if there be in you any more excellent reason or prudence thus observe and know there is no wicked man who hurts not himself first for so think of wickedness as of fire thou wouldst burn something that which thou appliest is first burned if it be not burned it burneth not thou hast a torch this torch thou appliest to something to burn it is not the torch itself which thou appliest first burned that it may be able to burn anything wickedness then proceedeth from thee and whom doth it first waste but thyself doth it hurt the bough to which it is put forth and where it hath root doth it not hurt and i verily say that thy wickedness should not hurt another it is possible that it should not hurt thee it is not possible for what hurt was done to holy job of whom i have spoken above as it is said in another psalm like a sharp razor hast thou wrought deceit what is done with a sharp razor hairs things superfluous are cut off what then dost thou to him whom thou wouldest hurt if a worthless man whom thou wouldest hurt consent with thee to do ill not thy wickedness will be hurtful to him but his own but if he be inwardly free from wickedness and can present a clean heart to the voice that saith i am thy salvation outwardly thou fightest against him the inner man thou takest not yet thy wickedness proceeds from thy inner man thee first it maketh empty thou art corrupt within whence that worm proceeded within it hath left nothing sound and let the net which they have hidden catch themselves and let them fall into their own trap not that which haply thou thoughtest of just before when thou heardest let a trap come upon them which they know not of that is as though it were some other one secret and inevitable in what then fall they in the same iniquity which they have hidden for me was not this done to the jews the lord conquered their iniquity they by their own iniquity were conquered he rose for us they died in themselves this then for the wicked that would hurt me what for me verse nine but my soul shall rejoice in the lord as in him from whom it hath heard i am thy salvation as not seeking other riches from without 
as not seeking to abound in pleasures and good things of earth but loving freely the true spouse not from him wishing to receive aught that may delight but him alone proposing to itself by whom it may be delighted for what better than god will be given unto me god loveth me god loveth thee see he hath proposed to thee ask what thou wilt if the emperor should say to thee ask what thou wilt what commands what dignities wouldest thou burst forth with what great things wouldest thou propose to thyself both to receive and to bestow when god saith unto thee ask what thou wilt what wilt thou ask empty thy mind exert thy avarice stretch forward as far as possible and enlarge thy desire it is not any one but almighty god that said ask what thou wilt if of possessions thou art a lover thou wilt desire the whole earth that all who are born may be thy husbandmen or thy slaves and what when thou hast possessed the whole earth thou wilt ask the sea in which yet thou canst not live in this greediness the fishes will have the better of thee but perhaps thou wilt possess the islands pass over these also ask the air although thou canst not fly stretch the desire even unto the heavens call thine own the sun the moon and the stars because he who made all said ask what thou wilt yet nothing wilt thou find more precious nothing wilt thou find better than himself who made all things him seek who made all things and in him and from him shalt thou have all things which he made all things are precious because all are beautiful but what more beautiful than he strong are they but what stronger than he and nothing would he give thee rather than himself if aught better thou hast found ask it if thou ask aught else thou wilt do wrong to him and harm to thyself by preferring to him that which he made when he would give to thee himself who made in this love said a certain soul unto him art not thou my portion o lord that is thou art my portion let those who will choose for themselves what they shall possess let them make for themselves portions of other things thou art my portion thee have i chosen for me and again the lord is the portion of my inheritance let him possess thee that thou mayest possess him thou shalt be his property thou shalt be his house he possesseth that he may profit he is possessed that he may profit is it that thou mayest profit him at all i have said unto the lord thou art my god for my goods thou wantest not but my soul shall be joyful in the lord it shall rejoice in his salvation the salvation of god is christ for mine eyes have seen thy salvation verse ten 
all my bones shall say lord who is like unto thee who can speak anything worthily of these words i think them only to be pronounced not to be expounded why seekest thou this or that what is like unto thy lord him hast thou before thee all my bones shall say lord who is like unto thee the unrighteous have declared unto me delights but not after thy law o lord persecutors have been who have said worship saturn worship mercury i worship not idols saith he lord who is like unto thee they have eyes and see not ears have they but they hear not lord who is like unto thee who hast made the eye to see the ear to hear but i saith he worship not idols for them a workman made worship a tree or mountain did a workman make them also here too lord who is like unto thee earthly things are shown unto me thou art creator of the earth and from these haply they turn to the higher creation and say to me worship the moon worship this sun who with his light as a great lamp in the heavens maketh the day here also i plainly say lord who is like unto thee the moon and the stars thou hast made the sun to rule the day hast thou kindled the heavens hast thou framed together there are many invisible things better but haply here also it is said to me worship angels adore angels and here also will i say lord who is like unto thee even the angels thou hast created the angels are nothing but by seeing thee it is better with them to possess thee than by worshipping them to fall from thee all my bones shall say lord who is like unto thee o body of christ holy church let all thy bones say lord who is like unto thee and if the flesh under persecution hath fallen away let the bones say lord who is like unto thee for of the righteous it is said the lord keepeth all their bones not one of them shall be broken of how many righteous have the bones under persecution been broken finally the just shall live by faith and christ justifieth the ungodly but how justifieth he any except believing and confessing for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation therefore also that thief although from his theft led to the judge and from the judge to the cross yet on the very cross was justified with his heart he believed with his mouth he confessed for neither to a man unrighteous and not already justified would the lord have said to-day shalt thou be with me in paradise and yet his bones were broken for when they came to take down the bodies by reason of the approaching sabbath the lord was found already dead and his bones were not broken but of those that yet lived that they might be taken down the legs were broken 
so that from this pain having died they might be buried were then of the one thief who persisted in his ungodliness on the cross the bones broken and not also of the other who with his heart believed and with his mouth made confession unto salvation where then is that which was said the lord keepeth all his bones not one of them shall be broken except that in the body of the lord the name of bones is given to all the righteous the firm in heart the strong to no persecutions no temptations yielding so as to consent unto evil and whence should they be able to yield to no temptations except when the persecutors say behold this god behold what a god let him come to thee let him charm thee behold here is in the mount some great priest haply therefore thou art poor because this god helpeth thee not entreat him and he will help thee haply therefore thou art sick because thou entreatest him not entreat him and thou shalt be well haply therefore thou hast no children entreat him and thou shalt have but if in the lord's body he be one of the bones he repelleth all these words and saith lord who is like unto thee give if thou wilt give even in this life what i ask but if thou wilt not be thou my life whom i seek always shall i depart hence unto thee with a clear face if i worship another and offend thee to-morrow perhaps i shall die with what face shall i see thee great is his mercy and therefore hath he admonished us to live well and hath hidden from us the last day of our life lest we should promise ourselves aught from the future to-day i work and live to-morrow i work not what if to-morrow find thee not say then among the bones of christ lord who is like unto thee all my bones shall say lord who is like unto thee which deliverest the poor from him that is too strong for him yea the poor and needy from him that spoileth him thus far has the psalm been read to day thus far is it to be handled lest that come to disgust which hath been said while we wish to say other things let this then suffice for to-day which deliverest the poor from him that is too strong for him who that deliverest but he who is strong in hand even that david shall deliver the poor from him that is too strong for him for the devil was too strong for thee and held thee because he conquered thee when thou consentest unto him but what hath the strong in hand done no man entereth into a strong man's house to spoil his goods except he first bind the strong man by his own power most holy most magnificent hath he bound the devil by pouring forth the weapon to stop the way against him that he may deliver the poor and needy to whom there was no helper for who is thy helper but the lord to whom thou sayest o lord my strength and my redeemer if thou wilt presume of thine own strength thereby wilt thou fall 
whereof thou hast presumed if of another's he would lord it over thee not succour thee he then alone is to be sought who hath redeemed them and made them free and hath given his blood to purchase them and of his servants hath made them his brethren end of psalm thirty five discourse one